0: 48 News. It's one o'clock. I'm Andrew Shirofsky. The headlines, a top microbiologist has allayed concerns over a potential COVID-19 outbreak in Kennedy Town, saying Hong Kong has already built up a barrier against serious coronavirus cases. All morning and whole day classes were suspended today as the observatory issues its first red rainstorm warning signal this year. A veteran politician has been sworn in as Sri Lanka's new prime minister as the country seeks to ride out its worst economic crisis. A government pandemic advisor, Yun Kwok Yung, says there's no need to panic over a local COVID outbreak because Hong Kong has developed a strong barrier against serious infections. The University of Hong Kong's medical school published a post on Facebook yesterday warning about an outbreak in Kennedy Town, causing a stir among some residents. But Professor Yun, who's a microbiologist from the university, says up to 95 percent of the population here are either fully vaccinated or have recently been infected. He says the key now is to keep the number of infections low. You can no longer eliminate or eradicate the virus, so you enter into another stage. We control it. It means that so long as you can keep the infections at a low level, it won't paralyze your medical system, and deaths and serious cases are kept to a minimum, then it's fine. So Hong Kong's already entering that stage. I don't want to argue about some wordings about this. I don't want to get into an argument. Malik Paris, the chair of virology at Hong Kong U, says while the Facebook post may have caused alarm among some residents, it was important to keep medical staff and students informed. He says at the end of the day, the alert was intended to protect patients.
1: The primary concern was protecting patients. So I think, you know, one could really argue that it would be negligent not to alert your staff, to a situation which can put your patients at risk. So I personally would completely support that decision. Now, may have had the unfortunate effect of creating
0: panic or concern in residents in the area. That, I'm afraid, you know, is is unfortunate. But I do agree that patients and hospital safety has to be put at risk because you don't want vulnerable patients getting infected. Central and Western District Councillor Jordan Pang says while he understands the need for the medical school to warn its staff and students, the Facebook post could have provided more information to ease people's concerns.
1: I understand Hong Kong U's reasoning, and Hong Kong U reminded students and staff with a good intention. But residents are and shocked were concerned. The wording of the announcement was a bit fake, and no further explanation nor proof were provided simply
0: saying um, it has to come to our attention that there is potentially a large COVID-19 cluster developing in and around Kennedy Town. That's quite a rot. The government says the overnight lockdown of Wan Estate in Kennedy Town found 22 COVID infections. Nearly 1,700 residents of the public estate were tested. Despite cruises to nowhere expected to be allowed from next Thursday, the operator of Kai Tak Cruise Terminal says no cruise lines have announced deployments to Hong Kong so far. Jeff Bent, the managing director of Worldwide Cruise Terminals, says the industry wants clarity on cruise suspensions should positive COVID cases be found on board. He told RTHK that the government should put in place a suspension protocol that is transparent to cruise operators. There's a very clear suspension mechanism five cases five percent suspend five days And that's what Hong Kong has lacked for cruise in the past was a very clear suspension mechanism So we had times when one cruise line may not be suspended after a suspected incident But then another cruise line would be held up for three weeks after the same type of incident So it's that lack of a clear policy and transparency that has put them off for now the observatory says it expects a trough of low pressure to continue bringing unsettled weather to hong kong over the weekend this morning it issued its first red rainstorm warning signal this year triggering the suspension of all a.m and whole day schools the observatory's director, Cheng Cho-ming, says occasional heavy showers and thunderstorms are expected over the weekend and urged people to avoid going to mountain streams. He also reminded students who are scheduled to take the DSE exams tomorrow to keep tabs on the latest weather situation. We expect that uh, this drop low pressure will still linger around the coastal area of Guangdong in the coming two days especially on Saturday and Sunday. So we expect that the the weather will still be unsettled and uh, a high chance of uh, occasional heavy showers in in our vicinity. I think the advice is that uh, before they go out, for example, uh, look at the latest uh, weather situation and uh, uh, beware of the latest uh, information issued by the Hong Kong Presbyterian. Shanghai has logged 2,096 new COVID infections, including 227 symptomatic cases. Two more deaths have been reported. As the outbreak in the financial hub comes under control, authorities there say they plan to gradually resume factory production and let people return to work and classes. The deputy mayor of Shanghai is Wu Qing. We have to work hard to achieve zero COVID at the community level by the middle of this month. By then, we
1: would gradually
0: reopen in an orderly manner and allow the
1: limited flow of people.
0: Meanwhile, Beijing saw 50 new infections, 42 of which were symptomatic. The veteran politician Ranil Wicker-Mesinghi has been sworn in as Sri Lanka's new prime minister. Mahinda Rajapaksa resigned from the job on Monday amid widespread worsening anti-government protests. But many politicians have condemned the new appointment, insisting President Gotabaya Rajapaksa should also step down. Anoka Ratne, an environmental campaigner who's taken part in recent protests, is among those calling for the president to quit.
1: There is a time to let go of power. You cannot cling on to it forever. And this is the will of the people. And all of us, we would not be too happy if he continues at all. And he really needs to go.
0: Sri Lanka is again under curfew and a state of emergency remains in force. The new prime minister will have his hands full putting together a government and dealing with an impending economic collapse. So just how bad is Sri Lanka's situation? Katie Vimanga is an analyst in Colombo.
2: To simply put it, we are in a severe economic crisis. I cannot fathom to explain the magnitude of it. Sri Lanka currently has only 5 million US dollars in
0: terms of reserves.
2: We are in a position where we cannot afford to bring any imports. So that—that that is how big our economic crisis is.
0: When Russia attacked Ukraine 10 weeks ago, one of their first objectives was Kiev, But facing heavy opposition from the Ukrainian army, they were forced to retreat. Now, the U.N. Human Rights Council says it has evidence of alleged violations committed by Russian troops north of the capital, which could amount to war crimes, and has ordered an inquiry. Oleksandra Matvichuk from the Ukraine Center for Civil Liberties says her organization has evidence of massive abuses by Russian forces.
2: Deliberate killing civilians, uh, enforced disappearances, abductions, illegal arrests, tortures, uh, and uh, sexual violence. And for me, it's obvious for current moment that Ukrainian national system is not prepared to tackle such enormous number of war crimes, and we need international assistance in it.
0: The Finnish president and prime minister say they believe the country should apply for NATO membership as soon as possible in light of Russia's attack on Ukraine. A final decision is expected next week after consultations with members of parliament and other senior figures. Here's Finland's foreign minister, Pako Havisto.
1: The accession of Finland would strengthen the security and stability of the Baltic Sea region and northern Europe. Finland is a regional security provider and would further strengthen NATO as a future ally. From NATO's perspective, Finland holds solid democratic credentials that meet NATO's membership criteria and has a strong and credible national defense that is interoperable with NATO. We are convinced that Finland would bring added value
0: to NATO. The U.S. is currently battling wildfires in several areas of the country. In New Mexico, around 170 homes have been destroyed in what's considered to be the largest fire currently burning in the U.S. And in Southern California, hundreds have had to flee their homes, and several mansions in the Laguna Beach area have been burnt to the ground. T.J. McGovern works for the Orange County Fire Authority in California. So this fire is not controlled or contained yet. We still have a lot of work to do. It's very steep terrain out there, uh, especially on the um, Coronado Point side. Very steep. Uh, It's dangerous for our firefighters. So we're taking our time uh, and going after it in an aggressive manner. Born in a cave in Nepal and now a single mother of three living in the U.S., Lakpa Sherpa has achieved great things. She's climbed Mount Everest for a tenth time, breaking her own record for a woman climber. The BBC's Valley Fontaine has more. Lakpa, who has no formal education,
1: washes dishes for a living. She says she pushes herself to work hard to support her daughters. I work on Saturday, Sunday too here. Seven day weeks. I feel I feel a special power. And a special magic power push me, you know, up in top. Lakpa, who can't read or write, says she feels like she's changed Sherpa culture and the status of Sherpa and Nepali women. And she wanted to share that feeling with all women and her daughters.
2: Some people are very,
1: very smart, uh, educated people. Oh, you are a Sherpa. I say yes, yes. I summit many 10 mountain Everest. I want to show my two girls her break, look like give up. My dreams. After my 10th summit, I want to go to K2. I want to show them I'm a mother, work hard, and I can do the technical mountain.
0: A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 19,801. That's 421 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $63 billion. In currencies, one U.S. dollar will buy you 128.96 yen. The euro is standing at one U.S. dollar and three cents. And the pound is worth nine Hong Kong dollars and 58 cents. Sports now, and we start with the English Premier League's North London Derby, where Tottenham scored a big win to keep their Champions League hopes alive.
2: Might fall back to Walsang. Tottenham made a brilliant start to the second half
0: spurs as they lead arsenal by three goals to nil spurs were three nil winners at home over arsenal and they're now just a point behind the gunners for fourth in the premier league harry kane opened scoring with a penalty 22 minutes in arsenal's rob holding received the first half two first half yellow cards before kane scored another and sun heung min got the third spurs boss antonio Conte was pleased with the way his players stepped up for the occasion
2: we to enjoy because uh, we won a, a difficult game against uh, a team that is fighting uh, with us for a place in Champions League. And tonight uh, was a must-win game for us and uh, you know very well when you, you must win it's never easy. Uh, we had uh, only one chance to, to
0: continue to stay in this race and uh, I think that uh, we did well. Arsenal boss Mikel Arteta was incensed by Holdings' red card. I cannot make an... uh... An assessment on the match because I will be suspended. Unfortunately,
1: I can say that I'm so proud of of my players, and this game now is history. And uh, we are focused and determined to to play on Monday night against Newcastle. Or I can say again that uh, my team played the way just I wanted to play, and you could see from the beginning how we came here and the personality we showed and, and the team that we were. And unfortunately, such a beautiful day today was uh, was ruined.
0: Basketball. The Miami Heat have advanced to the Eastern Conference Final after beating the Philadelphia 76ers 99-90 in Game 6. Jimmy Butler led the way with 32 points. In the West, Luka Doncic scored 33, helping the Dallas Mavericks force a Game 7 with a 113-86 win over the Phoenix Suns. The home team has won all six games so far, and the decider will be played on Monday morning, Hong Kong time, in Phoenix. Rugby union is the latest sport to attempt to conquer America. The United States has been awarded the men's World Cup in 2031 and the women's event in 2033. The former U.S. captain Blaine Scully says his country has big ambitions, but there's still a lot of work to do
1: hoping at that point in time to be competitive and entering rugby world cup quarterfinals both on the men and women's side and then you kind of build that down towards the base of the pyramid growing participation i mean just massively exciting in a moment of celebration but also maybe this is kind of where all the work kind of starts
0: In ice hockey, the St. Louis Blues thrashed the Minnesota Wild 5-1 to advance to the second round of the Western Conference playoffs against the Colorado Avalanche. Two other series will be going to Game 7. Toronto missed its chance to win their first playoff series in 18 years, conceding an overtime goal to Tampa Bay to lose 4-3 in Game 6. Boston, meanwhile, beat Carolina 5-2 to send their first-round series to a decisive seventh game. Finally, let's take a look at the weather. It'll be cloudy with showers and a few squally thunderstorms, moderate to fresh southwesterly winds. The outlook, there will still be occasional heavy showers over the weekend. Showers will ease off gradually. Temperatures will fall to around 19 degrees on Monday. Current temperature is 27 degrees Celsius, relative humidity 81%. And to end the news, our top stories once again. A top microbiologist has allayed concerns over potential COVID-19 outbreak in Kennedy Town, saying Hong Kong has already built up a barrier against serious cases. All morning and whole day classes were suspended today due to a red rainstorm warning. And veteran politician has been sworn in as Sri Lanka's new prime minister. And that's the news from RTHK.
2: me who you are, don't need no fancy cards, so put down your credit cards, kisses are better than caviar, baby you hit the mark, and it's so damn good, when you're on my body, kissing me like you should, until I said don't stop, it. never felt so damn good, so when you're on my body, the look of you is making me think you're my new favorite. indescribable your body can do so many things and i want to try them because it's so damn good when you're on my body kissing me like you should until i said don't stop it never felt so damn good so when you're on my body the look of you is making me
1: Good afternoon and welcome to the 123 show with me, Sadia Asmani, on this Friday afternoon. I can't believe it. The week has just flown by again. On the show today, local children's author Suzanne Yunan joins me after 1.30 together with young writers Ada Lacey, age nine, Elia Kwan, age seven, and Vivian Shu, age ten. They are winners of the annual writing competition that was launched by the Green Dragon series of books about the environment, and I'll be talking to them after 1 30. After 2 pm, something for the weekend, a great solo exhibition at the A.N.N. Gallery, tracing the unseen, the art of Feng Chim. Young Hong Kong artist Feng Chim exhibits his paintings that draw inspiration from national and city landscapes in Hong Kong. He'll be joining me to tell me more about the exhibition that's open to the public until the 20th of May. And after 2.30, we get ready to unwind for the weekend as Victor Gamar is here for his short meditative yoga session. And this week, VK Vibes focuses on the word connection. <laughs>
2: booked a trip to Texas, thought I'd start again, switch